0: This is the Casper and Chris Podcast.
1: From News Talk KBOI, Boise. Tonight
0: at 10,
1: it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Welcome to Monday. It's
2: Thanksgiving. week.
3: Let's
4: not get into it. Showtime! It is showtime! Monday morning, Thanksgiving week, short week, busiest travel week of the year, and as many people traveled last Thanksgiving, which set an all-time record, more are expected to travel this week, which will set a new all-time record, uh, thanks to especially... Airlines who have lowered their airline prices, well, making it more affordable to fly. That was nice of them. Also, thanks to lower gasoline prices, which makes it more affordable to drive. Wow,
5: that was nice of them, too. Yeah.
4: So, uh anyway, thanks for listening in. Underway for a Monday morning. Um, we're in a uh, very good mood, because who would have thunk a week ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, Boise State would be in the position that they are in, Yeah. where they can actually... Be in the Mountain West Championship. That's amazing. Not only that, but have a very good chance of being in the Mountain West Championship. I I don't
5: think anybody uh, expected uh, Air Force to you know, turn around like they have. They've lost, what, three games in a row? Three
4: games in a row. I I think that goes to show just how easy their early schedule was. And they have one of the easiest schedules in the Mountain West this year uh, at like 128. Mm. So you're starting to see with stronger teams... Uh, able to play them very, very well. The one thing you didn't expect, and I don't think anybody saw coming, that you had to have for Boise State to be in the position that they are right now, Fresno State getting beat by New Mexico. Mm -hmm. And congratulations to all the New (laughs) Mexico teams. One never knows. Because New Mexico State beat Auburn, and it wasn't close. New Mexico State's having one of their best seasons ever. You don't see New Mexico State beat an SEC team ever. Or some well, seasons. for this weekend. <laughs> or some seasons. Anybody. You almost never see New Mexico and New Mexico State right. win on the same weekend. And that happened this weekend. And thankfully it did because uh, that eliminates Fresno State from the Mountain West Championship. They are done. And they, as great as it is, it comes down. So the final weekend, and here's the other cool thing, mm-hmm. um, pretty much nobody has to count on anybody else outside to help them out now. All of this weekend's games between UNLV and San Jose State and Air Force and Boise State will decide who goes to the Mountain West so, Championship. So basically
5: just win. That's
4: that's all you can no, do. No, no, um, not quite. Not quite. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. Boise State has to win. If they don't win, they're out. Right. Yeah, they'll have three losses. You can't, you won't be in. However, if they win and UNLV wins, Boise State is in. If Boise State wins and San Jose State wins, there's a three way tie and we won't know who's in until after the weekends. Um, new computer polls come out. Okay. Because there is no head to head in a three way tie because UNLV. Uh, Boise State will have not played UNLV, so you can't use head-to-head competition. Mm-hmm. Even though Boise State has already beat San Jose State, they throw out the head-to-head if all three of them haven't played against each other, and then they go to the computer polls. And that's where it becomes dicey, because as of right now, Boise State and San Jose State are within one or two of each other in the computer polls. If San Jose State beats UNLV, who is nine and 9-1, and Boise State beats Air Force, who is seven and 7-3, more than likely that would uh, get a bump to san jose state and if boise is, state would be on the outside looking in
5: like i said if this is all too much for your brain just root for your team to win cuz they have to
4: yeah i mean that's that's just i mean all boise state can do is take care of their own business and let mm-hmm. the chips fall where they may the other good news is uh boise state is bowl eligible for the 26th year in a row all right and there is only one team in America that has been bowl eligible for more years in Boise State. You know who that is? Mm, who is it? Georgia. 27 years. Boise State is second with the most consecutive uh, bowl eligibility one, years one in, year. in the in NCAA football. And, and
5: I think the reason they're calling it bowl eligible is because one year we went 8 and 4 and did not get invited to a bowl. Yes. That is true. Cuz I think we were we were hoping to win at the time the uh, the conference which I think was the Big West, and uh, instead we ended up you know, losing our last game, and we just didn't get invited to a bowl game.
4: There was another year where we didn't go because of COVID. Well, true. Yeah. So but we were eligible. We were eligible, yeah. So anyway, congratulations to Boise State. Uh, we'll talk a lot more about this uh, coming up this morning. It is Bronco Monday. Bob Beeler will be with us. Um, we'll talk a lot more coming up here at about 835. Don't forget we have the play of the game. If you know what it is, or if you uh, maybe didn't listen in, but like to take a guess, you can do that. Um, we have a pair of tickets to the uh, Boise State Air Force game this coming Friday, Black Friday, uh chance to go to the game. Now, we've got a lot of pair of tickets to give away this week. Underway right now, we're giving you your first chance. So all of you who complain that you listen early in the morning, you don't get a chance because a lot of the stuff we give away is later in the day. We have a couple of chances for you to win today. Right now, we have one going on uh, until 8.30 this morning. Text the word Broncos. You heard it. Broncos to 208-336-3700. That's all you have to do. You'll have until 8.30. We'll pick one person at random. And then from 9 until 10 o'clock, we'll have another chance for you to get your tickets. This morning, once again, by texting the word Broncos after 9 o'clock. We'll give you the details on when you can start doing that. Don't do it before you queue to call, but you can do it right now because it is underway. And then, as I mentioned, we have another chance for you to win uh, coming up with the play of the game, which will happen as it usually does, about 8.55, brought to you once again by Treasure Valley Subaru. All right. There you go. So that's where, that's where our giveaways are uh, coming your way for you this morning. Other things that uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, Colorado judge on Friday afternoon, late, uh, rejected the bid to block Trump from primary polls. We'll talk about that. Also, um, in election news, Donald Trump has opened up a stunning 39-point lead in a state you probably would never guess that it would happen. <laughs> we'll talk about that. That's a Republican poll, not mm-hmm. not a uh, uh up against Democrats. The, uh, Democrats. That's, That's just right. the Republican poll, but like I said, it, it's probably in a state you would probably never guess. So we'll we'll talk about that this morning also. Phone lines as usual are open. If you want to partake in the show, you can do that 208-336-3700 toll free 1-800-529 Five two six four. If you have a Verizon wireless phone, you just hit pound 670. Easy to get through. Email us also, chris at kby.com, mike at kby.com, or uh, text us, like I said, that text to win the Bronco football tickets against Air Force already underway at 208-336-3700. A lot of other sports going on to talk about. Chris here to do that for you. First update on sports brought to you by Belly and Cuno. Once again, the place to go if you are wanting a delicious, Breakfast, lunch, and you want lots of delicious food. Get into Pork Belly in downtown CUNA today. The
5: Boise State men's basketball team fell to Clemson Sunday, 85-68. Senior Chibuzo Abo led the Broncos with 18 points. Senior Cam Martin added 15, and junior Omar Stanley added 11. It is the first loss of the season for Boise State. The Broncos are 2-1. and one. The Tigers are 4-0. and oh. Up next, Boise State travels to Kissimmee, Florida to face Virginia Tech in the ESPN Event Invitational. That'll be on Thursday.
4: You know, the sad part about that game? What's that? Boise State was tied at 41 in the second half and then just got absolutely killed.
5: Yeah, they went on a run. Uh, Clemson, I mean. One big change in this week's Associated Press Top 25 college football poll. Washington jumped past Florida State into fourth place from fifth. After a close win over Oregon State, the Seminoles also won. They beat North Alabama 58-13, which is by 45 points, but North Alabama covered because Florida State was favored by 47 points. <laughs> the uh, top ten are Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Washington, Florida State, Oregon, Texas, Alabama, Louisville, and Missouri. Besides the top five, the only other undefeated team in the nation is Liberty. They're ranked at number 22, the previously unbeaten James Madison Dukes, Lost 2623 to Appalachian State Saturday in overtime. No Mountain West Conference teams cracked the top twenty-five this week, but Nevada Las Vegas is number twenty-eight, and Fresno State ranks number thirty-three. That's sports.
0: Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live
5: and local on News Talk, KBOI. Tributes at the death of a former first lady, citing her intelligence, strength, and caring. Rosalind Carter was 96, married to former President Jimmy Carter for 77 years. Former ABC News White House correspondent Ann Compton. She
6: always had a very influential partnership with her husband. He'd been a governor, a candidate, then as president, and he was the one who turned to Rosalind and would often ask
0: for her help and advice. Impressed with her combination of self-discipline and Southern charm, Porter's nicknamed her the Steel Magnolia. During her four years as First Lady, Rosalind Carter continued to work for reforms in mental health programs, increased aid for the elderly, and remained committed to women's issues. The First Lady from Plains will be remembered for her commitment to building what she called a more caring society.
5: ABC's Martha Raddatz, Mr. and Mrs. Carter were big supporters of habit for Humanity. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News.
4: Rosalind Carter passing away uh, yesterday after only uh, a few days yeah. of uh, hospice. That's care.
5: the way most people, I think, uh, who are put into hospice. That's what happens after a couple of days, you know, that they pass away. Uh, Jimmy Carter now has been in hospice, what, six, seven months? Something like Something that.
4: Something like that. You, you wonder... Because you see this happen so often, uh, and it's not something that I'm hoping for in any yeah. way, shape or form. How much longer Jimmy right. will hang on because 77 years of marriage. I mean, there are people who don't live to be 77 years well, old and yet these people were together for 77 years, very close. Um, you just wonder, you know, if, if a spouse can stick around and, and stay around. After you know losing somebody that they've been so close to for so long, and a lot of times wondering. you see if people hang on just because they want to be with that person right. and help them through whatever they're going through. I was kind of wondering you know, what
5: is the traditional seventy seventh anniversary gift, and I'm thinking it might be hospice care, actually.
4: Yeah, What is seventy five is that diamond jubilee? I think mm, possibly. I think it, I I think seventy five is diamond, if I remember correctly. Anyway, um two hundred eight three three six thirty seven hundred, pound six seventy on your Verizon Wireless. Uh once again, uh we are underway with the Boise State uh tickets. If you want to go see the game, I am guessing this game is probably gonna be a sellout. Weather is gonna cooperate, um especially for this time of November. We've had some many, many cold end of november games uh but as of right now um it's gonna be cooler than it was last week but uh, still should be fairly nice for late november weather uh not expecting snow and rain and freezing windy conditions so that's good news um and like i said This game is going to count for something. We've got your tickets going on right now. If you want to go to the game absolutely free, you can get our first pair of tickets this morning. Just text the word Broncos to 208-336-3700. You'll have until 830. Everybody who texts in will have a chance to win. You will be uh, chosen at random to get those tickets. Once again, text the word Broncos to 208-336-3700.
0: Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back up Mike Casper
1: and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
4: 642, it is 29 degrees in downtown Boise. Uh, Looking at the uh, stock market this morning, ahead of the opening. uh, Basically flat across the board. Dow futures are down about 16 points as of right now, ahead of the opening. Uh, Bitcoin up again. Uh, The uh, S&P basically flat nasdaq flat as we get underway with what is going to be a short week for wall street we'll talk with jeremiah bates coming up here in about 40 minutes or so uh, about what to expect coming up this week friday by the way uh, another good day for uh, the stock market as pretty much the month of november has been all month long continuing its uh, run up after seeing a couple of uh, crappy months in september and october a couple of holiday stories for you um i don't know if you've ever found yourself on Day four or five of eating Thanksgiving leftovers, <laughs> thinking, maybe I could put this stuff on a pizza. <laughs>
5: no, actually.
4: Well, a uh, pizza company is now doing that. DiGiorno is selling a Thanksgiving pizza, which features turkey, gravy, sauce, sweet potatoes, green beans, cranberries, mozzarella, cheddar, and some kind of crispy onion topping. You know, just like would go on your green yeah. bean
5: Yes. Well, will they deliver on Thursday?
4: Uh, they don't deliver. Remember, it's DiGiorno. Oh, that's right! I they forgot. Don't Sorry, all this piled on a thick Detroit-style crust. It's not delivery. It's de It's the journal right? Uh, judging by the response online, people are uh, optimistic that this won't taste disgusting. Um... Well, that's a... It doesn't, it doesn't sound good to me, but... That's a I'm,
5: recommendation if I ever heard one.
4: I'm optimistic it
5: won't be disgusting.
4: I'm one of those people that I don't like everything in one bite. I like to eat my turkey, and then I like to eat my mashed potatoes, and then mm-hmm. uh, this will be the, on a pizza, so it'll be everything in one bite. Pizza will not be available in stores if you want them. You have to order them online. They are releasing a limited number through Thanksgiving. Each one will cost $11.23. Good. Which seems random, except Thanksgiving this year is on the 23rd. 1123 is 1123. Wow. Still seems random. But once again, if you want to get it, you have to order it through the uh, DiGiorno website. Also, if you uh, would like to uh, make a little extra cash this holiday season, uh, this could be a dream come true or a total nightmare. A uh, subscription service. <laughs> Again, is, great recommendation. Is offering to pay someone $2,000 to watch 12 harm, Hallmark Christmas movies in 12 days. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Chosen candidate will I don't, I don't, uh, also be giving. Uh, I don't a, think I could live through that. Uh, Gira uh, hot chocolate, two pairs of fuzzy socks, and a 12 month flower box subscription in addition to the $2,000. They'll also be asked to rank each movie by five criteria. Activity, predictability, chemistry between the characters—if it made them cry, and if they watch it again. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, these Hallmark—I I don't know if you've ever watched any Hallmark oh,
5: Christmas movies. I, I've watched them in uh, doctors' waiting rooms, but that's about it.
4: Predictability.
5: But, uh, so some yeah, people absolutely love them.
4: Yes, they're predictable. Yeah, every single one of them. Uh, by the way, applications are open through December through through the uh, Flower Box website. Extra couple of grand. Uh, that might help out with Christmas this year. KBOI news time 645. Time for another check on what's going on with sports. Brought to you by our friends at Pork Belly and Cuna, the place to go. You're looking for a delicious breakfast. They open up in 15 minutes. Don't forget, not only open up for breakfast, but the coffee drive-thru is open up. Want to get your day started off with uh, energy drink, hot coffee, iced coffee, and more? Get to the uh, coffee drive-thru. It opens at 7 a.m. also.
5: In the NFL, Cleveland on Sunday beat the Steelers 13-10 with new starting quarterback Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Today, the Browns are signing former Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco as a backup. Monday night football will be a rematch of the Super Bowl. The 8-1 Eagles travel to Kansas City to meet the 7-2 Chiefs. It'll be televised on ABC. In other games, Sunday, the Lions are 8-2 after scoring 17 fourth-quarter points to defeat the Bears 31-26. The Texans beat Arizona 21-16. The Packers got by the Chargers 23-20. The Dolphins beat Las Vegas 2013. The Rams edged Seattle 17-16. Denver surprised the Vikings 21-20. And San Francisco is 7-3 and after a 27 27- 14 win over the Buccaneers. There's women's basketball tonight at Extra Mile Arena. Boise State hosts Pepperdine at 630. The Broncos and Waves have played five times in history. Pepperdine leads the series three games to two. The home team has won all five games. After three games, Boise State is 3-0 and 12th in the nation in shooting defense this season, holding opponents to only 28.7% on field goal attempts. The Broncos are also 12th in the nation in three-point shooting, hitting 41.7% from beyond the arc. Following tonight's game, Boise State will head to the South Point Classic Tournament in Las Vegas where they will play Santa Clara Friday and Rutgers on Saturday. That's sports.
2: Former President Trump's name must be on the Republican primary ballot in Colorado by order of a Denver District Court judge. Republican and unaffiliated voters represented by a watchdog group filed a lawsuit in September seeking to bar Trump from the state's ballot, claiming under the 14th Amendment he should be disqualified because he engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the U.S. on January 6th. In a 102-page opinion, the judge cited competing interpretations of the constitutional clause and a lack of definitive guidance in order to rule its application on to Trump. Alex Stone, EBC News. Colorado was about the last chance for those trying to have former President Trump's name left off ballots. Judges in Michigan and Minnesota over the past week have ruled Trump can remain on ballots there. And now a judge in Colorado saying there are competing interpretations of the 14th Amendment. Those who filed the lawsuit saying Trump should be disqualified because he engaged in insurrection, or rebellion against the U.S. on January 6th. Colorado's primary ballot has to be certified by January 5th, so an appeal would have to go quickly. Alex Stone, ABC News. District Judge Sarah Wallace's
4: uh, ruling on Friday mirrors the recent decisions in Minnesota and Michigan where courts dismissed lawsuits arguing Trump is ineligible to appear on the 2024 yeah. ballots because this is all- of his actions leading up to and during January 6th riots at the U.S. Capitol. This is all just about the primaries so far, right? Mm-hmm. Wallace agreed with petitioners that Trump probably engaged in an insurrection on January 6th through incitement. However, this is the interesting part. The judge ruled that the 14th Amendment insurrection clause found in Section 3 does not apply to presidents.
5: So everyone else.
4: If you're running for Congress, it applies to you. If you're running for Mm -hmm. governor, it applies to you. However, if you're running for president, she found that it does not apply to you.
5: And that's an an actual insurrection.
4: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Seldom used clause was included in the post-Civil War 14th Amendment as a means to prevent former Confederate officials from becoming elected officials and Mm -hmm. taking over state governments and the federal government.
5: That is where it came from originally, yeah, the uh, Civil War.
4: uh, Similar lawsuits challenging uh, Trump's ballot eligibility under the 14th Amendment have failed in Michigan and Minnesota, as you heard there. Minnesota Supreme Court dodged the question, however on whether the provision applies to trump it dismissed a lawsuit to toss him off the state's primary ballot by saying that political parties can allow whomever they want to qualify for primaries the court however left the door open for a general election challenge if trump becomes the gop nominee Mm -hmm. a michigan judge dismissed another lawsuit seeking to bounce trump from the state's primary ballot with a more sweeping ruling, he said that whether the provision applies to the former president is a political question to be settled by Congress and not the courts. Two oh, that's, in, th- that's very
5: humble of it. Of two,
4: it. <laughs> two interesting things coming from that, uh, from all three of those cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number one that I find interesting is that it doesn't apply to presidents, because I think that surprised a lot of people that the judge made that ruling, especially in Colorado. And that the other judge says this is not a political question to be settled by the courts it should be settled by congress
5: yeah which i i think there are some people who wish every judge would, would have an opinion <laughs> like.
4: so d- d- this probably is not the end of it as as you heard um minnesota kind of left the door open saying that you know this is specifically for primary the primary coming up that You know, you can't leave them off just because you don't want somebody in the primary. It's up to the whatever GOP or Democrat, either case, um, who they want on their primary ticket. And it's not up to the courts to rule that they can't be on that. However, they did leave it open for a challenge if Trump becomes the uh, pick, which he is expected to be for the Republican primary because he has such a massive lead as of right now, leading up to the uh, primaries starting in the state just after the first of the year. Now, this other news about the election, and we're less than a year away, by the way. um, This is kind of uh, shocking. Donald Trump has opened up a stunning 39-point lead, and you will never guess which state that 39-point lead is coming in.
5: Can I go ahead and guess?
4: I'm going to give one hint for everybody listening. First of all, Um, the current person in the state who won the last election uh, won the election in the state by 70%. And yet they are 39 points behind Donald Trump in the state that they won the election for governor by 70%.
5: Go ahead and guess. Florida. Florida.
4: Donald Trump is now 39 points ahead of his rival, Ron DeSantis, in
5: Florida. I figured figured with all that intro, it had to be Florida.
4: (laughs) Trump won 60% of support among uh, registered Republicans polled by the University of North Florida, where DeSantis only claimed 21%. Nikki Haley, Trump's former U.N. ambassador, came in third with 6%. Chris Christie, uh, former governor of New Jersey, won 2%. And Vivek Ramaswamy. Kind of uh, starting to fall behind. Uh, He had earlier uh, done very well in polling. He received only 1% in Florida.
5: So people are saying, hey,
4: he's really entertaining. Get rid of him. Uh, When Trump and DeSantis went head-to-head, 59% of respondents said that they would vote for Trump, 29% for DeSantis. So despite historically high approval in the polls, Governor DeSantis is losing steam even in his home state. That doesn't bode well for his national campaign. According to pollsters, Sanders really doesn't need to be in a hurry. I don't think. Isn't he just in his forties? Mm, well, yeah. So he shouldn't be even be running for president for another thirty-five years. <laughs> yeah, he's way too young. He's way too. He's a young whippersnapper. Snapper. He doesn't know. You know, we've only had presidential about
5: presidential stuff. I think we've only had five or six presidents that were even over sixty. And we've got one that's over 80 right now. And our last one was over 70 when he was elected.
4: He is officially 81 today, but his birthday today, 81. He doesn't want anybody to remind everybody that he turns 81 years old today. But yeah, today is his 81st birthday. Florida respondents, this is interesting from this poll. Florida respondents were also asked about their feelings regarding Trump's actions following the 2020 election. Over two-thirds... 71% said they agreed with the statement that he was just exercising his right to contest the election. That's interesting. Even if they thought that there was not fraud, or that there was not fraud enough fraud to overturn the election, 71% said that he was just exercising his right to contest the election. 16% 16% said they aligned more with the statement he went so far that he threatened American democracy. Interestingly, also, the 16% who think he threatened democracy tend to favor uh, DeSantis narrowly over Nikki Haley.
2: Yeah,
4: It's going to be a lot to talk about in the coming year with this election. One of the most unique and interesting elections I think you're, we're going to have in the last few decades. Maybe ever with everything that's going on. First of all, you have two of the oldest people ever to run for president. True, yeah. um, that look well, like not two are, of the oldest. The two, the oldest. two oldest yeah. that uh, look like they're going to be lining up to run against each other. KBY News Time seven fifteen. Time for another check on what's going on with sports. Once again, this morning it's brought to you by Pork Belly in Kiuna. The Boise State
5: men's basketball team fell to Clemson Sunday, 85-68. Senior Chibuzo Abo led the Broncos with 18 points. Senior Cam Martin added 15 and junior Omar Stanley added 11. It is the first loss of the season for Boise State. The Broncos are two and one. The Tigers are four and oh. Up next, Boise State travels to uh, Kissimmee, Florida to face Virginia Tech in the ESPN events invitational Thursday. One big change in this week's Associated Press Top 25 College Football poll. Washington jumped past Florida State into fourth place from fifth. After a close win over Oregon State, the Seminoles also won. They beat North Alabama 58 13 by 45 points, but North Alabama covered because Florida State was favored by 47. The top 10 are Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Washington, Florida State, Oregon, Texas, Alabama, Louisville, and Missouri. Besides the top five, the only other undefeated team in the nation is Liberty. They're ranked at number 22. The previously unbeaten James Madison Dukes lost 26 23 to Appalachian State Saturday in overtime. No Mountain West Conference teams cracked the top 25 this week, but Nevada Las Vegas is number 28, and Fresno State is 33rd. That's sports.
1: Broadcasting from the Empire Tidal Studios, we are our News Talk KBOI.
4: Less than one hour left if you want to get in on our first pair of tickets for the all-important Boise State Air Force game this coming Friday. Chance for you to be there absolutely free. We've got more tickets than anybody else. This is just the first pair of tickets that we have this morning. We will have another pair of tickets for the Treasure Valley Subaru play of the game. If you listened in to the game, you know what that is. Listen in at 855, right around there. That's when we will give away the uh, other pair of tickets, everybody who texts in this morning before 8.30, text Broncos to 208 336 One person will be chosen at random to get those tickets. You have Treasure Valley Subaru play of the game. And then just after 9 o'clock, we'll give you another chance to text in and win. So three total pair of tickets that you will win coming up this morning. Nate Shellman will have tickets for you this afternoon. We've got tickets all week long. I will remind you, these are actual tickets for the game So if you win your tickets, you will have to pick them up before 2 p.m. Wednesday.
5: So it's not an email deal.
4: It's not an email. These are actual tickets, and the offices will close early. On Wednesday, so you'll have to pick them up before 2 p.m. Wednesday. Uh, We will not be open, of course, on Thanksgiving Day. We will not be open on Friday either, so you must pick up your tickets. Don't waste them. Um, Probably not going to be surprised if this is going to be a sellout. And the fact that every game this year, Boise State has seen a minimum of over 35,000 people. And uh so it's been close to a sellout almost every game. Considering the record, that's really good. That's really good, yeah. Um and, and the fact that this game is going to mean something. Uh Boise State must win if they have any chance whatsoever. Losing they're out. All right. Against Air Force, they lose, they're out, and they can look forward to uh going to a bowl game, which they did qualify for this past weekend by winning their sixth game, twenty sixth longest stretch. In NCAA current stretch going on right now, just behind Georgia's 27 years of being qualified for a bowl game. Boise State is second at 26. So congratulations! Played great. We'll talk about Boise State and the game, plus the upcoming game ahead. Bob Beeler will be with us coming up in an hour for Bronco Sports today. And Shapiro this afternoon at one. Now back to
1: Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. Wells Fargo reports while inflation has
5: started to slow down, this year's dinner will not be any more affordable. Some products still have rising price tags. Ham at an all-time high with a price of $4.56 a pound in September. It's up 5% from last year. And canned cranberries are up 60%. Although the centerpiece bird, turkey, averaging a $1.47 a pound, is down 9% from last year.
4: So the good news is that... Uh Dinner's cheaper, yeah. Dinner for Thanksgiving overall will be about four percent less than nice. it was last year. Unfortunately, um, still twenty five percent above what it was back in four years ago. Are you finding that uh, stuff is cheaper here locally or more expensive? Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. Uh, I don't know if some of you have already done your shopping. We we did ours yesterday online and had it delivered to the house so that the turkey has. Time to thaw before I brine it.
5: We were at Costco last week, I think on Wednesday, and it was not a regular Wednesday (laughs) crowd. It was just nutty. It was uh, everybody was picking up, you know, turkeys and potatoes and everything.
4: Let's let's beat the rush. Oops, we didn't beat the rush.
5: Um, Also, let's let's join the rush.
4: For those of you who are traveling and uh, expected to be another record-setting year, yes, last year Thanksgiving. Record setting. Even more people expected to travel this year. And if you're traveling by airplane, keep in mind, a lot of people like to uh, bring leftovers home with them. Or maybe take their food with them to grandmother's house on the airplane. There are certain things you can and certain things you can't take with you on the airplane. And this is always such a weird list. If you want to take your turkey on the airplane, that's okay. Perfectly fine. 24-pound turkey. Put it in your overhead. Now, keep in mind, it counts as a (laughs) carry-on. If you want to take cranberries, perfectly fine. If you want to take cranberry sauce, that is not okay.
5: It's funny. A dead bird counts as (laughs) carry-on.
4: If you want to take mashed potatoes, that's okay. Really? If you want to take gravy, not okay. So you'll have to have your mashed potatoes without gravy. Or put your gravy in your carry-on.
5: Is melted butter okay? or Solid butter is probably okay.
4: Solid butter is fine. Melted Melted butter is not. Basically, anything green bean casserole, perfectly fine. Uh, anything that comes in liquid form is mm. not okay. If you want to bring a pumpkin as decoration, yeah. that's okay. You want to bring uh, pumpkin sauce? No, that's not okay.
5: <laughs> pumpkin spice? Never okay.
4: Um, if you have any questions, you might want to uh, check your uh, airport website before you go. What is, find out what is okay to carry with you on the airplane and what has to be put into checked luggage. KBY Time, 7.45. Time for a final check on what's going on with sports once again this morning. Brought to you by our good friends at Pork Belly and Cuda. They're every morning very early, making their deliciousness from scratch. You want to try something really good, try out their chicken fried steak. Uh, breakfast especially. It's even good for lunch. And remember, if you love breakfast, you can get breakfast the entire time Pork Belly is open. They serve it the entire time up until 2 o'clock.
5: In the NFL, Cleveland on Sunday beat the Steelers 13-10 with starting quarterback Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Today, the Browns are signing former Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco as a backup. Monday Night Football will be a rematch of the Super Bowl. The 8-1 Eagles travel to Kansas City and will meet the 7-2 Chiefs. It'll be televised on ABC. In other games, Sunday, the Lions are 8-2 after scoring 17 fourth-quarter points to defeat the Bears 31-26. The Texans beat Arizona 21-16. The Packers got by the Chargers 23-20. The Dolphins beat Las Vegas 2013. The Rams edged Seattle 17-16. Denver surprised the Vikings 21-20. And San Francisco is now 7-3 and after a 27-14 win over the Buccaneers. There's women's basketball tonight at Extra Mile Arena. Boise State hosts Pepperdine at 6.30. The Broncos and Waves have played five times in history. Pepperdine leads the series three games to two. The home team has won all five games. After three games, Boise State is 3-0 and this season and 12th in the nation in shooting defense, holding opponents to only 28.7% on field goal attempts. The Broncos are also 12th in the nation in three-point shooting, Getting 41.7% from Beyond the Arc. Following tonight's game, Boise State will head to the South Point Classic Tournament in Las Vegas, where they will play Santa Clara Friday and Rutgers on Saturday. That's sports.
0: Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the listen live button.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI.
4: 753, 28 degrees in downtown Boise. As a lot of people are planning to make their way out of the Treasure Valley, across the country, just in time for Thanksgiving. Largest migrant caravan ever headed north has uh, swelled by thousands of people over the last two weeks. And uh, a large number of them are Chinese. Caravan has swelled in the past two weeks by over 2,000 people. It's now at least 8,000 people. Coming to the U.S., uh, short video platforms and messaging apps like TikTok have popularized the uh, route to be taken. The uh, caravan headed to the U.S. has grown, as I mentioned, to over uh, 8,000 people as of right now. comes as the U.S. is seeing a big increase, arriving using a relatively new and perilous route through Panama's Darien Gap Jungle. Thanks in part to social media posts and video pri- providing step-by-step guidance on how to get through the jungle. In Panama? Yep.
5: it's a long way from the U.S.
4: Yeah. Chinese people, fourth highest nationality after Venezuelans, Ecuadorians, and Haitians crossing the uh, Darien Gap during the first nine months of the year. Chinese migrants using the route fly to Ecuador and then make their way north to the U.S.-Mexican border. Monthly number of Chinese migrants crossing the jungle has been rising gradually from 913 in January of this year to 2,588 in September. Mexico uh, Border Patrol made 22,187 arrests of Chinese people for crossing the border illegally from Mexico from January through September, nearly 13 times the amount that came across uh, all of last year. The Darien uh, Gap route is viable for Chinese immigrants because they can fly into Ecuador without a visa. Then from Quito, they join Latin Americans to travel through the once impenetrable jungle and cross several Central American countries before they reach the U.S. border. The journey is well known enough that it has its own name in Chinese called Walk the Line. That's not how it's pronounced in Chinese, by the way. Now, here's the crazy part. Short video platforms and messaging apps like TikTok have made this route very popular for the Chinese. They provide on-the-ground video clips, step-by-step guides from China to the U.S., including tips on what to pack, where to find guides, how to survive the jungle, which hotels are the best to stay in, how much you have to bribe police in different countries, and what to do when countering U.S. immigration officers. (coughs) Translation apps allow migrants to navigate through Central America on their own, even if they don't speak Spanish or English.
5: Seems like there should be an easier way than to start in Ecuador.
4: Well, the one reason why they do it is because they don't need visas. Every other country you have to have a visa to fly to. So you just, I don't need a visa, I just fly into Ecuador and then...
5: On the other hand, if you have a visa, fly to
4: another country. Yeah. Craziness. Absolutely craziness. So it's expected to reach the border sometime before uh, the end of the year, and who knows how big it'll be. This is the most amount in a single caravan uh, since June of 2022, when 6,000 people, many from Venezuela, um, reached the uh, U.S. Mm-hmm. border. And so this is going to be over 8,000 people. KBY News Time, 756. Don't forget, we've got just about an hour little over an hour if you want to text the word Broncos to 208-336-3700. You have a chance to win our first pair of tickets for the uh, Boise State Air Force game. You have until 8.30. Everybody who texts will get in on the grand prize drawing. This is just our first pair of tickets today.
0: Live home, live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton.
1: This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
4: Big game Friday. We've got your tickets. If you want to go, you have twenty three more minutes. Text the word Broncos to two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. One person chosen at random to get our first pair of tickets. We've got more than anybody else. We'll be giving away tickets right up through Wednesday. Game will be Friday, and of course, we'll have a chance for you to win with the Treasure Valley Subaru Play of the Game coming up today. That's our prize. If you know the play, listened in with the uh, post game prayer of the ball game, then you know what that is. And at about eight fifty five, mm-hmm. we'll give that away today.
5: It was exactly what I thought it was gonna be. Which part? The play of the game.
4: Is it? That's yeah. the one you picked?
5: Right. I've already heard what the win what the, the play was, and yes, it was the one that I
4: thought it would be. Yeah, I, I I think there I mean there were numerous plays that it could have been, but yeah, this is this is a good pick. Uh if you didn't win, we've had people try to guess before and uh have won just guessing, mm-hmm. be ready to call in at about eight fifty five. Uh we'll give you the cue. Uh, to call in. So the, uh, visit from, uh, China, leaders, uh, in China and the president in San Francisco last week for the Apex Summit. See the before and after pictures of the, uh, streets? Yeah. Streets of San Francisco.
5: They're, uh, pretty nice. I mean, they, they should pass something to keep them clean all the time.
4: <laughs> See, that's a question I have. It took, it took just, um, A week or two Uh to fix the streets, get rid of the homeless. They painted the streets. They got rid of the poop and the, um, needles on the streets, (laughs) cleaned up the garbage. They repainted the streets. Um, Governor, (laughs) Governor Newsom was asked, you know, uh, about why all of a sudden the cleanup.
3: I know folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, that's true because it's true. (laughs) <laughs>
5: yeah. I was going to say, when I was a kid, if if we were cleaning and cleaning thoroughly and cleaning fast, it was because company was coming.
4: That's true, because I mean, it's we, true.
5: You know, we we cleaned on a regular basis anyway, but not the way we did when company was coming.
4: What's going to be interesting to see is uh, how long it takes for this area to go right back to hell in a handbasket.
5: Which is different than hell in a Montana.
4: I- and I... I mean, if they could do this in this short a time, why can't they continue to do it That's the question money maybe that San franciscans are are asking as of right now now you could say money, however, they have a lot of money. California has spent a staggering seven point seventeen point five billion that's with a b mm-hmm. to combat homelessness in the past four years. You
5: can- you could probably build a lot of houses with that kind of money.
4: you know how many houses you could have built? Take a listen to this story. Okay.
3: ...has been spent to combat homelessness. New data shows California has spent $17.5 billion over the last four years. In that same time frame, the state's homeless population grew. Well, tonight,
0: analysts say with that $17.5 billion, the state could have theoretically just paid the rent for every unhoused person in California for
5: those 4 years.
3: Now look at the staggering amount of money. So <laughs> that
5: does not surprise me.
4: Is it it does me. It's shocking. It's like you've spent 17.5 billion dollars and the homeless population in 4 years 4 years has swelled to 170,000. uh uh-huh. You could have taken that 17.5 billion dollars and paid for rent for every single homeless person and still had money left over.
5: Except that uh, as soon as you propose something like that,
4: everybody's going to say, why them and why not us? What, what do we get? You may be right. It is interesting and it will be interesting to watch the next couple of weeks to see if this area of San Francisco, which by the way, Union Square, right around that district, used to be one of the most popular places to visit when you were in San Francisco. Yeah, And it's just not a popular or a safe place to visit any longer. A lot of the stores, Union Square Shopping Center. I can remember going down to uh, radio conventions and staying uh, in the uh, hotel. I'm trying to remember the name of the hotel there. Very famous old hotel. Well, no, it's not the Waldorf. It was uh, another one that's uh, older than that. And very famous hotel. And Sir Francis Drake is not it either. It's another. It's another one right there at Union Square. Fairmont? Fairmont, I believe it is. Yeah, Fairmont. And it's just people don't stay there anymore because of how ugly the streets are. Mm. Um, You've got some of the biggest shopping meccas there at Union Square have moved out because of the smash and grab that is going on. Um, And coming up a little later, I want to tell you about uh, new smash and grab that thieves in California, San Francisco, and Oakland They're using a new weapon in their robberies. Part of the defense, by the way, comes from a Boise company of how they're going to stop this. Is it unbreakable glass? No. Unbreakable glass would not stop this smash and grab because... The criminals are using vehicles to smash through the fronts of, oh, of uh, these shopping buildings. It, 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 it'd really have to be unbreakable. It would really, yeah. Uh, I don't think they make strong enough uh, unbreakable glass. Not just, gla- not glass just to normal do that. wear and tear unbreakable. But it, but it's shocking that they're now using vehicles for their smash and grab because it's easier than breaking the windows or trying to just break in.
5: Probably really causes a ruckus in the mall stores.
4: The the scariest part about this is um, they're doing it in uh, gun shops. Mm. We'll talk about this a little bit later. Uh, 208-336-3700. That is the uh, phone number to get through. If you want to take part in the show, that is also our text line number. If you want to text us, you got uh, about another 15 more minutes if you want to text the word Broncos to get those uh, BSU tickets to the Air Force game coming up here this Friday. Text Broncos to 208-336-3700. On the way, we've got a $50 gift certificate to Quinn's Restaurant and Lounge. We'll give that away with our Casper and Chris damn near Impossible question right after Bronco Sports today the great
0: one mark levin tonight at seven now back to mike casper and chris walton
1: this is casper and chris live and local on news talk kboi
4: all right casper and chris damn near impossible question it is brought to you by berkshire hathaway home services silverhawk realty a local company with a global network for any and all your real estate needs one number you need to know 208 All right. Our question today, we've got a $50 gift certificate to Quinn's Restaurant and Lounge. Michael is going to get first crack at it today. First of all, Michael, great name. Uh, Yeah. Second of all, uh, here we go. Tomatoes are the most consumed vegetable in the world. However, here in America, they are not number one. What is America's most consumed vegetable? Uh, Potatoes. It is potatoes. potatoes! Average American eating yeah. 49 pounds of potatoes per year. That's, that's about what we wow. do per month. Per month. Um, uh, per month. Oh, wait, it's, it's per year? <laughs> yes, per year. Uh, potatoes are the most consumed vegetable in the United States. Tomatoes, by the way, are second. And for those of you, uh, we've got a couple. Dan and Chuck wrote in uh, questioning um, whether or not tomatoes were vegetables or fruits, botanically, Tomato is a fruit. However, in common parlance, it is a vegetable. Hence, the United States Supreme Court ruled that a tomato is a vegetable for the purposes because, of custom
5: because regulations. in America, we can be wrong, but if we can get enough people on our side, we can pretend we're right.
4: Yes. So there you go. Congratulations. Hold on line. $50 gift certificate for you, Michael, to Quinn's Restaurant and Lounge. Uh, we'll get some info. We've got Quinn's coming up. If you didn't get in there and are dying maybe to uh, get their fantastic uh, prime rib, slow roasted every Friday and Saturday night, which, by the way, if you win this $50 gift certificate, mm-hmm. full prime rib dinner yeah. for that $50. If you want to take advantage of that, we'll have another chance for you to win. We have four minutes left. That's it. Four minutes if you are trying to get the Boise State tickets for Air Force, four more minutes, and then we'll choose everybody that has uh, put in Broncos at 208-336-3700, one person will get those tickets. That's not the last chance, by the way. Coming up next after news at the bottom of the hour, Bob Beeler will be with us talking about the latest great win, plus everything else that happened in the Mountain West that has helped out Boise State for their game against Air Force this weekend. We'll talk about the upcoming game. We'll have another pair of tickets to give away for our Treasure Valley Subaru play of the game. That's coming up here in just about half an hour. Stick around.
2: This
1: is Bronco Monday. The ball is caught for a Bronco touchdown. We'll discuss the most recent Boise State game and discuss the upcoming schedule. Now here's Mike Casper, Chris Walton, and the voice of the Broncos, Bob Bob Beeler. On your flagship for Bronco football, News Talk KBOI.
4: 837, Bob Beeler uh, with us once again this morning. It is Bronco Monday, and uh, I'll tell you what, a very uh, happy Bronco Monday, considering where we could have been two or three weeks ago. Even last week, we got a lot of help, um, specifically from uh, New Mexico. (laughs)
7: Uh, Who saw that one? Oh, I'll tell you what. You talk about... Getting yourself back in the race and needing help. Who would have thought Air Force would lose at Hawaii? Yeah. And then Fresno, San Jose, Fresno got beat. San Jose played extremely well. They've moved themselves back in the championship race. Right. But to me, the margin that San Jose won by was, to me, surprising. But I think the most surprising was that Fresno lost at home In a a night that they honored Aaron Judge, they retired his baseball number (laughs) at the football game. He was there. Yeah. And uh, New Mexico, we we went on the plane. When we got on the plane, Fresno was ahead. Mm -hmm. The 40-minute or so flight from Logan, when we landed, New Mexico was ahead. And I think as people started turning their phones on, people couldn't believe. Yeah. Are we seeing seeing, right? Because they looked terrible when they were here. They looked absolutely terrible. So – Do you want me to break down what it's going to take to get in the championship game? It's interesting that the Mountain West has two games this week that are meaningful. Okay. Boise State and Air Force. Whoever wins is still alive to get into the Mountain West Championship and probably has a pretty good chance.
4: There was no way when the schedule makers made this at the beginning of the season because a lot of times it comes down to the teams that are playing for the Mountain West Championship or any championship – um, don't necessarily have anything to do with each other. You're hoping that somebody else helps you out. Here it comes down yeah. where each team has to win. Um, UNLV probably has the easiest yeah. uh, they path. They might get right? in with a
7: loss. They might and and probably will because the computers right now like UNLV and they should because UNLV has uh, their best season going since uh, since '84 when Randall Cunningham was their yeah. quarterback. Um, UNLV will be hosting San Jose State. So. The simple thing, if UNLV wins that game, they are number 1 and their Allegiant Stadium, the home of the Raiders, will be home of the Mountain West Championship. If Air Force wins and UNLV wins, that's your matchup, the repeat of this past week's game, but the game Mm -hmm. would be in Las Vegas. Boise State, if they win and UNLV wins, Boise State will be the number 2 team and will head to Las Vegas to play. Now it gets a little murky. If Boise State wins and San Jose State wins, which is very possible Mm -hmm. as well, The computers are going to sort out the three-way tie because Boise State doesn't play UNLV. Boise State beat San Jose, but they didn't play UNLV. So in a three-way tie, the league said that it won't be just for the first place and then go head-to-head. The computers are going to sort it all out. Right now, UNLV is far and away the best team in the computers of those three. Boise State has a slight lead on San Jose State. Now, the problem becomes... If San Jose wins, a road win at UNLV is going to be worth more than a home win Mm -hmm. against Air Force. So it's probably going to be close. We may not know until sometime on Sunday when the computers all come out who
5: the teams are that are going to make the Mountain West Championship. And it won't make sense to any of us who don't actually have a computer brain. Mm -hmm.
4: And literally, last week we sat here and talked about this, and it's like, well, you don't want to root for UNLV to win. Now you're rooting for you. Well, you know this win. past
7: week, you would have probably preferred <laughs> yeah. Air Force to win the game because you
4: needed a tie, a four way tie, to have a chance for Boise State, and, that, and uh, now it just changed but, in just a week. But nobody counted
7: on New Mexico no. winning. So <laughs> well, well, and see.
4: when's when's the last time? I don't know how much you pay attention to it um, that you've seen New Mexico and New Mexico State win in the same week. And New Mexico State just clobbered Auburn.
7: Yeah. I, I was going to say, and then you, you figure out who they beat. They, I, I think I read where they hadn't won at Fresno since, like, 94. Wow. And you don't pay somebody. What was it? $1.85 million is what New Mexico was paid to go to Auburn, New Mexico State. <laughs> when you bring somebody in for the, the cupcake tune-up before the Iron Bowl against Alabama,
5: you're not giving somebody
7: $1.85
5: no. to come and
4: beat you're, you. You're
5: supposed to give them, like. I guess $400,000 and then beat them by fifty. Yes, yeah.
4: maybe that could be uh, the quintessential uh, definition of a trap game. <laughs>
7: well, they were you trapped. Wouldn't, you wouldn't have
4: thought it was going to be a yeah. trap game, but, but yeah.
7: But what a game for Boise State. I mean, down 10-0 after the first play of the second quarter, and Boise State roars back, scores 45 unanswered points.
4: I, I have to say, and we've said it a little bit, but uh, especially watching this game, you have to really give credit to the offensive line. I mean, we had over 350 yards rushing, correct? Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are unless you're Air Force. You To get 350 yards rushing, I don't care how good your running back is, and Holani was fantastic in that game. You don't get 350 yards rushing without a great offensive yeah. line. And the the holes that they were showing, as I was watching it on television, literally any one of the three of us could have ran through. I mean, they were yeah, we six and seven yards. yards wide for before he hit anybody in the secondary. Now, we
7: wouldn't have run the 75 yards, no, especially at altitude. I, we, we might have been tackled after <laughs> five or six yards. I, I, but we. But, but here's the thing. If you give him a running head start and you get him... Across the line, four or five yards deep, he's going to make a couple miss. That's all he has to do. And then he's going to carry a couple people with him. And that's how you get a 75 yard touchdown run right. and a 33 yard touchdown run. By
4: the way, I, I do disagree with you. The three of us wouldn't have been tackled. Um, we would have given up taking a knee because we were out of breath. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's take a break. We'll talk more about it. It is Bronco uh, Monday. Bob Beeler here with us. We'll talk about the upcoming game against uh, Air Force when we come back. We'll hear from the coach.
1: Now back to Bronco Monday on your flagship for Bronco Football. News Talk KBOI.
4: 845, Bob Beeler with us once again. It is Bronco Monday. Don't forget, stick around. We've got tickets to the Air Force game coming up with the play of the game. That'll be on the way coming up here in about 10 minutes.
7: 26 straight years bowl eligibility with that win as Boise State wins its sixth game of the season. Now they set sights on extending the 25 game, a uh, 25-season. Having a winning season every year—that's the longest active streak in the country. A win against Air Force would take him to seven and five, but you know you could still lose the championship game and the yeah. uh, in the bowl game. So you you need a couple more to get the winning season. But maybe a few weeks ago that didn't look possible. That is possible now. Uh, Spencer Danielson, after the game, was so excited. Of course, he's the interim coach. He talked about the attitude of the team in this game.
3: Testament to our players, guys, and I'm not giving you the coach answer. When all this stuff went down on Sunday, obviously, there was two ways you could go. You could, everyone could start looking for the door and what's next, or we could link arms and finish this together, and that's exactly what these kids did. Nothing that I did. It's 100% with this group of seniors. These players did, and I kid you not, I come in the the office Monday morning and the O-line's in there watching Utah State film less than 24 hours after their head coach had just been let go. That's a testament to these young men. When I talked to them on Sunday um, after everything went down, there was no hesitation. No one even blinked. It was like, Coach, we got your back. We're in this with you. We're going to finish this for our seniors. And it's been that way the whole week.
7: Again, uh, Spencer Danielson, interim coach. Boise State down 10 to nothing. basically after one quarter. Didn't look too good in the first quarter. He talked about what turned the tide.
3: Creating takeaways and then being able to turn them into points. Um, you know, statistically, that's how you win football games um, across the years. And so being able to do that, we haven't been able to do that as consistently as we've wanted to this year. Um, and hats off to our offense. I mean, the ball is secure, especially in a game where it was you know, a little bit of rain as it goes and could easily start losing the ball proud of him with that and obviously to our point earlier the 350 yards rushing i mean that that you you're imposing your will on a team uh and that's hard to come back from and hats off to coach hamden our offensive staff putting just such a great plan together
7: and then as we look at george halani what a game career high tying record of 178 two touchdowns did it on 15 carries that's about 12 yards a carry and he should have been close to 200 there was some sort of a handoff that he ended up getting the negative yards for that I thought it was more Green's fault right. as to why the, why the play didn't work and there was a fumble. I mean, Boise State didn't lose the ball, but they lost yardage. So he talked about what George Helani brought to the table, two touchdowns, 178 yards.
3: I mean, this game is such a game of momentum. And obviously, as coaches, you got to teach your players how to respond, even when it's not going your way. But that's the reality of sports. And so that big run that popped, um, was was a huge swing in the game, and then obviously able to keep it going. So excited for George. I mean, you talk about a guy who's going into his senior year, gets hurt early on, not able to play really the first half of the season. Ashton Gentry is doing his thing, and George steps in humble and hungry and just continues to put up big-time production and does it with a smile on his face, and you think, think the world of twenty four.
7: You know, if you look at what George Alani has done against Utah State in his career, he has rushed for almost 600 yards (laughs) out of his 3,000 and change. uh, and, And his two career best performances, 178 yards as a freshman at Utah State, 178 yards Saturday as a senior at Utah State. There's a statue of Merlin Olson. We might want to put a statue of George Helani at that field because his two best games have come on that very turf. So
4: so we know, we know a team that's going to be really happy that he won't be here next yeah, year. Yeah, well, I guess he
7: technically could come back for a COVID year. Most people think not. You never know. Utah State, we ought to get the rumor going. Or they, <laughs> they would have just, oh, my God. Well, at least he won't go back there because the meeting would be here next year. And then how about this? Nine sacks to, to set a school yeah. record. Uh, six hurries, so that means there were 15 chances, basically, for sacks, and uh, Spencer Danielson talked about the pass rush.
3: Our guys were on the attack. I'll tell you that, that right now. They were on the attack, and a lot of it, I mean, guys, there's going to be four or five of those. I don't know that off the top of my head that were max drops. I mean, we're talking three-man rush where we're getting add-ins and guys are on the attack. And going into this game, and we've, we've been hurt by mobile quarterbacks that can get out of pocket leverage. And our guys did a great job finishing on the quarterback. Obviously, there's still some times where they got out on some of those third longs that we got to look at and clean up. Um, a proud guy's finishing on the quarterback, especially in a game like this where, um, you might be on the field for 12 plays because of the type of offense. Um, and so, you know, our, our coach Shenander, coach Frazier, coaches, our front guys did a great job with the plan and making sure our guys are in good spots. Eight different guys
7: had at least a half a sack in the game. So uh, wow. somebody sent out invitations to the defense <laughs> and said there will be a party in the Utah State backfield, and uh, there were a lot of RSVPs. Everybody brought a friend, too. Yeah.
4: Yeah. The uh, other impressive thing about this is because a lot of times you see teams that play against teams because they the fourth fastest Offense, right? Average about twenty-one seconds, something like that. Play per play, was, per play. Yeah, and
7: they were faster than UCF, who it, I thought was pretty fast. Yeah,
4: and you don't get a chance to run off your your team and get. Um, you know, people that are, are tired of rest when you're running like that. And kudos to Boise State for still being able to get pressure even late in the game when you would think they would start to get tired and they were still able to get massive amount of pressure on the quarterback.
7: Well, they got off the field. Four turnovers helps. One of them was at the end of a drive. The one that I thought was huge was the interception in the end zone on fourth and two with a 14-10 to 10 lead. Utah State, if they converted that for a score, could have jumped ahead. But I, I thought they subbed well. You know, I thought the game plan using a dime, basically taking a defensive lineman out because they have so many receivers and spread the field, tremendous game plan. A-plus all the way around. If,
5: I, if I'm a, if I a professor grading this one, A-plus. If I'm one of the coaches this week, I'm just figuring out for future games how to actually start with the second quarter. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Tubner and uh, Benefield. Both well, fantastic safety. games. Tubner yeah. was all over the place. And Benefield is a true freshman. We got, hopefully, uh, another three more years uh, yeah. from him um, looking really strong there. Defensive secondary. That's not all that's uh, happening sports-wise. Basketball season is uh, underway. Big weekend for uh, Boise State uh, beginning on Thursday night. We'll talk about that. Plus, they had an uh, ACC uh, game uh, against Clemson. When we come back, we'll talk about that. Plus, what uh, more to expect for the upcoming week, final week of the regular season. Bob Beeler is with us. Stick around. Play of the Game is also on the way next.
1: Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI.
4: 906-36 degrees in downtown Boise. Big game this Friday. uh, A lot bigger than maybe some people had predicted or even hoped just a couple of weeks ago. But this coming Friday's game could mean the difference between Boise State going to the Mountain West Championship or not. The other good news is Boise State did qualify for a bowl game 26th year in a row that they have done that yeah. second longest in NCAA even current if, uh, streaks.
5: Even if they lose next week, they will finish the regular season, then 6-6, six and six and... With, uh, let's see, uh, what is it, 82 bowl spots open this year? Um,
4: Probably a chance.
5: Yeah, they're going to they're gonna make it.
4: <laughs> Saying there's a chance. Um, but this is a big weekend, uh, once again, because Boise State, with a win, um, would have a pretty good chance. Not guaranteed, but a pretty good chance uh, of going to the Mountain West Championship. And a couple of weeks ago, you would not have seen that. No, not at all. Yeah, it could come down to a three-way tie. Bob Beeler explained it to you, um, but... First thing they have to do is take care of business. And since Boise State has not had less than 35,000 people attend any game so far this year, I'm going to guess this one's going to have over that. Because it is senior night, chance to uh, say goodbye to all the seniors coming up this uh, Friday. Uh, And the game actually means something. We have another pair of tickets we're giving away. Actually, two pair of tickets we're giving away. Text the word Broncos to 208-336-3700. We're also giving away a pair of tickets right now to someone who is able to identify the play of the game. And once again, um, we have a winner here, possibly ready to uh, go ahead and give us a uh, play of the game. Uh, Joseph, you uh, listened to the uh, after game with Prater in the Ballgame post-game activity, did you?
2: I didn't get a chance to, no. So
4: you're going to guess the play of the game, Correct. Uh, correct. All right, let's see if you can guess the Treasure Valley Subaru play of the game. Which play was it?
3: Uh, was it the George Halani 75 rushing touchdown?
4: You can't ask us. You have to tell us what you think it is. Oh, it's, it's the uh, George Halani <laughs> 75 rushing touchdown.
7: Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Four-man front for Utah State. Hand off Helani, up the middle, big run 30, 40, to the clear, to the 50, to the 40, to the 30, trying to follow a block to the 20, to the 10, 5 touchdown George Helani he continues to kill Utah State, running the football 75 yards and it's now Utah State 10, Boise State 6.
5: Kill, kill
4: Joseph, congratulations, good guess by the way Uh, didn't didn't listen in, but good guess, hold on the line, we have a pair of tickets for you. Uh, You'll get to go see the uh, Boise State Air Force game this coming Friday. Hang on the line, okay? We have more tickets to give away. Once again, don't forget, um, right now, you'll have just before 10 o'clock, everybody who texts in will be in on the grand prize drawing. If you text earlier this morning to try and win, this is a whole new text contest. you got to start texting again right now at 208-336-3700. All you have to do is text the word Broncos. One person will be chosen at random to get those pair of tickets for Friday's game. We're already underway with that. Dallas uh, writes in, says, if BSU wins, uh, will they fire the immediate coach on Sunday? (laughs) Um, Probably not. You know, probably not because they have a bowl game and uh, possibility that the person who is the interim uh, coach right now might be up for the uh, permanent head coach. They are currently in the process of a nationwide search. So Mm -hmm. I, I don't think he's been eliminated from uh the possibility of name being named the uh head what's, coach
5: after the season. What's funny, most of the articles that I've seen and they've been all over the place, some of them national and some of them more local uh listing names who they think could be up for the Boise State job. Uh, an amazing number of them are people who have been up
4: for Boise State jobs before. Mm-hmm. And yeah And even were hired for them. We we haven't done we haven't done this yet, but it it would be interesting um to talk about, and and maybe not today, maybe we'll, we'll save this, Um who you would like to see as a head coach at Boise mm-hmm. State University. Um, the uh, athletic director, Jeremiah Dickey, said he would like to have a new head coach in place before the bowl game. So whoever the head coach may be. It, it depends on how quickly that they can identify um, the person that they would like to get. And then, of course, they have to get yeah. that person to agree to be the uh, head coach.
8: So
5: probably in the next maybe three weeks or so. Though.
4: Probably maybe even sooner than that would be my guess because you also have the uh, early signing day, which is coming up. You have the transfer portal, which opens up on December 4th. So you you want a coach fairly soon, rather sooner than r- later, I would think. Um, or it puts you kind of behind the eight ball, wouldn't you think, a as far as bit, recruiting yeah. and, and also coaching for the uh, upcoming bowl game? If it wasn't for the early recruiting signing period, uh, I think you could go with an interim coach through the uh, bowl game without too much of a problem.
8: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, the recruiting thing, though, puts you way behind the eight ball um as far as with that early recruiting period. And also now with the transfer portal that has opened up on – uh, on December 4th you'd really like to have a coach in place well, so that those players who are on the on the you know line thinking do I want to transfer or you know they get the coach that they want they'll say eh, I'm going to stay here
5: do you think they should get somebody who has a great deal of loyalty somewhere else uh, to the point where as soon as he signs with Boise State all of his players will transfer to Boise State
4: hard to say depends on who that is you know what i mean
5: yeah, that could be a difficult thing to find.
4: You know, if if you sit there and see a you know, and and there's been some mention of teams from the big sky, coaches from the big sky as being viable coaching candidates. Yeah, is that a you know, is it oh good? All his players from boy from whichever say say Montana. I'm just using that as an example. Don't freak out or Idaho. All the right. players want to come to Boise State. Is that necessarily a good thing? Because what are you? What do you do they weren't if, good if enough you... to be. You know, division one players in the begin with.
5: If you are the athletic director, do you go for somebody who's a coordinator at a big program, somebody who is uh, a head coach at a a lower level, but it's done
4: well? It's a good question. There are a lot of. Does
5: does it just depend on the individual?
4: There are a lot of people who don't want to see anybody chosen that comes from the Boise State coaching tree, which is, I, I find interesting because of the huge amount of success all of a sudden you have one yeah. p- one coach that hasn't had success here from that coaching tree and that's Avalos and all of a sudden everybody's like, oh we got to get new blood in here
5: well, yeah you know, the last time they hired somebody um from outside the program was Cutter who was you know not unknown to Boise state obviously he's no. an Idaho guy yeah. but Idaho state is where he was from and uh uh then after Cutter uh Hawkins, Hawkins was on yep. Cutter's
4: staff yep.
5: and then Peterson was on Hawkins staff and Harson had been on Peterson's staff, but had gone to Texas, and then it ended up at uh, Arkansas State and then came back. And um, what else?
4: You c- you can't say that the BSU... A- Avalos
5: had, of course, been here yeah. before.
4: you can't say Later. that the BSU coaching tree has not been good, and I'm not even talking about bringing in the players, or the coaches, former players, or coaches... From Boise State. You look outside of Boise State and how well they're doing. Uh, Eli Drinkwitz right now in Missouri, Missouri yeah. is doing fantastic this year and guess who his offensive coordinator is?
5: Uh, uh, I know it's a Bronco. Who is it?
4: Kellen Moore's brother. Oh yeah, Kirby. And Kir- right. Kirby Moore um, is one of the top his offense is one of the top teams in the nation offensively. And there are people that are saying, hey, if we can't get Kellen Moore, or maybe you go for Kellen Moore, hoping that he'll bring his brother Kirby in to be offensive coordinator. I I would be hard-pressed, even to those people who say they don't want somebody from the Boise State coaching tree. They want somebody completely different. I would be hard-pressed if Kellen Moore... And I don't this is my personal opinion. I don't think he's going to do it because I think his goal is to be an NFL head coach. And it's going to be easier for him to do that as an offensive coordinator in the NFL mm-hmm. than being a head coach at the college level. Yeah. But if he changes his mind and he said he would someday love to come back to Boise. He still owns a home in Boise. His wife, you know, from Boise. Um if if he makes a decision you know, It says, yeah, I'm going to come back and I'm going to coach.
5: Interesting, is, isn't it, though, that the, the one thing Kellen Moore hasn't done is, is coached at the college level. Mm-hmm. He hasn't even been an assistant coach.
4: No. And he's still, you know, San Diego State, or San Diego, rather, which is now L.A., um, not having a fantastic year um, as far as records go, but he is still uh, respected for as well as their offense mm-hmm. is doing this year. Their defense just can't stop anybody. But if you have people, even people from say, hey, we don't want somebody from the coaching tree or from Boise State to be a new coach, if you had Kellen Moore announced, I don't think anybody would have a problem with that. It was
5: funny when he went from Dallas to uh, the Chargers because somebody wrote uh, that apparently uh, the Cowboys let him go because uh, his offense is scored too often. Otherwise, they couldn't come up with a reason.
4: 208-336-3700. six 670 on your Verizon wireless. Phone lines are open. You can email us, Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. Uh, keep in mind, we are giving you a chance to text and win another pair of tickets. Boise State Air Force Senior Day Final Home Game of the uh, Year. I don't think there's any way in the world Boise State would uh, host the Mountain West, uh, but they still have a chance to get the Mountain West Championship. Uh, once again, text Broncos to 208 336 3700. You got 45 minutes to do it. One person will be chosen at random to get those pair of tickets.
0: The night of 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper
1: and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI.
4: 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Email chris at KBUI.com, mike at KBUI.com. Who do you want to see as Boise State's next head coach? I'm just curious. We haven't asked this question. Search is currently underway. Yeah,
5: um, people are talking about getting Harson
4: back. He, he's uh, not doing anything right now, and he's in town. Wouldn't have to move very far. How crazy is this? Think about this. Auburn right now is paying what um, twenty some million dollars to Gus Malzahn, who was fired, and Harson took over. Mm-hmm. They're paying uh, what thirteen, fourteen million dollars to uh, Harson. That, by the way, that's that's thirty to forty million dollars being paid right. to coaches who are not coaching to not coach.
5: But now they have a, a much better coach who just lost the New Mexico <laughs> State. <laughs>
4: Is Hugh Freeze, who is their current coach, mm-hmm. does he have to win against Alabama this week to save his job? Who knows? Or or could you could the could the boosters afford to pay three coaches not to coach? Which would, by the way, be four coaches in a row that they would have paid not to coach because they also fired their coach before that, Gene Chisick, before his tenure was up, right. To hire Gus Malzahm. <laughs> Um, that, that's one of those programs where the boosters run the program. Whatever the boosters want, that's what they, they get what they want. And it, I guess if as long as they have millions and millions of dollars to throw at coaches to not work, uh, more power to them.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Clay out west uh, says, It appears the Boise State athletic director wants to make a name for himself by excluding any and every ex-Bronco. We should dump him and stick with what has worked in the past. This AD has made it clear he doesn't respect Bronco Nation. I don't know where you're getting that. Um, the athletic director has not said that he is not looking for previous ties to Boise State University. He said they're doing a national search to find the best coach, period. Yeah. It, it could be somebody that's currently there.
5: It's just been talk, uh, mostly from people who probably you know don't know the, the entire story. Uh, who have said that, you know, maybe they'll go outside the Bronco family this
4: time. Well, and I've seen social media posts that say, Hey, it's time for us to do, you know, get a coach that has no ties to Boise State University. The athletic director has never done that. And by the way, I will stand up for the athletic director. I think the athletic director in the short time that he has been here has done a fantastic job, not just with Boise State football. Um, but what he has done for all sports. You you look at he is responsible for getting mm. the women's softball lights so that they can host the Mountain West softball tournament this year because without the lights for Donna Larson Park there would be no Mountain West softball tournament being held at Boise State this year yeah and those will be installed Does the new they, lights will be installed before the before next year's yeah. uh, they, tournament
5: they don't, they don't play in the dark
4: no um they they you you've got the huge board the eleventh largest. Video board in all of NCAA football um, gotten through the help of fundraising that uh, the athletic director is responsible for. So he, he, he's done a great job through all the sports. You look at what Boise State has been able to do and you look at beyond, not just what Boise State basketball team behind the scenes has done, but what he has added to Boise State to help that program that we don't see. Um, you had talked about, we had talked about this before last year. Brian or the uh, head coach having to go change light bulbs in the gym because mm-hmm. there was nobody to do it. Right. That he, he his coaches were filling about four or five uh, different duties that should be held by different people, but there was nobody else to do it. They've hired more coaches. They've hired more recruiters. They've hired more people to help with the program, and it's showed off by the Boise State program becoming better and better basketball program. So I I don't I I'm going to have to agree to disagree on uh, the athletic director, and you're not liking him. I, I'm, I'm going to disagree with that. I think he's doing a good job. Randy. Well, Magic, I
5: mean, like everything else, the more you win, the more brilliant oh, you, yeah. you will You will be.
4: 100%. 100%. Uh, Randy, listening in the Magic Valley, who would you like to see as the uh, new Boise State coach?
8: Well, first of all, uh, after Jeremiah Dickey gave his press conference after he filed, fired Avalos, and Avalos is a good man. I don't know what happened, but the players were losing faith. And so, Jeremiah Dickey uh, loves this program. He loves this community, loves Bronco Nation. And like I said, after listening to one press conference from him, I had total faith in his ability to get the thing done right. Ryan Dinwiddie is on top of my list. And then others have said Jeff Choate. And then I don't know what else. I know those are part of the family but uh, look what Dinwiddie's done. It's it's amazing. In so Canada, yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah, he just won coach of the year.
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, think about it. It's truly something. And I don't know what they're paying up there, but, uh, you know, maybe we can get him here. And, uh, oh, by the way, quick, and I'm going to hang up. My son went to the game. Him and his girlfriend went to the game the other night, and they were in the Boise State. I guess, I guess it was New Mexico. And uh, they were in the... Southwest corner end zone, and uh, you know, when you're sitting in the end zone, you can't see how far the you know they advance the ball. You know, you can only, you know, it's hard. Yeah, but my son said to me how well he had to watch the board on the north end, which is the old one, but the new board on the south end, which is state of the art, is something else. And, and the whole experience he says, you go to the game, experience the game and still look at all the things that you may have missed on the field because of the boards. Wow. Uh, you know, Boise State is still in the lead program. Hey, it ain't, it's not easy staying up on top, but I have faith in Mr. Dickey. I'm going to hang up. Thank you.
4: All right, Randy. Thank you very much. 208 pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Need to take a uh, break for uh, news. When we come back, more of your phone calls and emails.
1: Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are our News Talk KBOI.
6: Idaho Secretary of State Phil McGrain said Thursday that his office cannot enforce the Idaho Republican Party's new party rule requiring voters to affiliate with the GOP by December 30th in order to vote in the party's upcoming primary election. McGrain said his office is required to follow Idaho law, which sets the deadline for changing party affiliation at 67 days before the primary election, the same day as the candidate filing deadline. The Idaho Capital Sun reports that means the deadline to change party affiliation in Idaho will fall on March 15th, not December 30th, as Idaho Republican Party officials set forth in a new party rule passed in June. Unaffiliated voters and unregistered voters will still be able to register to vote vote and affiliate with a political party at the polls when they show up to vote. According to the letter McGrain sent to the Idaho Republican Party Chairwoman Dorothy Moon, the Idaho Secretary of State's office will not be cutting off voter registration or party affiliation changes next month on December 30th. 208-336-3700
4: pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. So for those of you who thought due to the changes GOP had made earlier this year that you thought that you were going to have to state your party affiliation by December 30th. In the simplest terms, it means Secretary of State's office will not be cutting off voter registration or party affiliation changes next month on December 30th. I know one person who probably isn't happy about this. That would be Dorothy Moon. (laughs) Could be. On October 30th, Dorothy Moon uh, wrote a letter to McGrain asking him to provide guidance and assistance to all 44 Idaho counties to ensure enforcement and compliance with the new Idaho Republican Party rules for voter affiliation. I'm probably pretty sure she didn't think that he was going to give guidance that you can't do it.
5: Guidance that would say, "Here's here are some reasons you shouldn't be able to vote." You mean
4: that you that because this is a this is a rule that the GOP party made for them themselves, right? And this is a change that they think that they should be allowed to do and that they did do. And now Phil McGrain, Secretary of State, is saying no, by law you can't do this. In his letter, McGrain said that the Idaho legislature has already complied with the ruling from the Idaho Republican Party versus Ysira by passing House Bill three hundred and fifty one in twenty eleven. McGrain also pointed out Idaho Republican Party versus Ysera was tried in Idaho's federal district court and the ruling came from Judge B. Lynn Windmill, not the Idaho Supreme Court. I think it's Ysersa. Ysersa, okay. Um, So as of right now, unless there's a challenge that goes to court, which you can probably expect, but would there be enough time to do it? Because the deadline would be December 30th to allow the 67 days prior to the uh, Idaho primary. 208-336-3700, pounds 670 on your Verizon wireless. Which way do you fall on this? Are you okay with this? I know there was a lot of people that didn't like the rule change to begin with. And there were a lot of people that said, you have to have this rule change because we don't want non-Republicans being able to vote in our Republican primary. Well,
5: there are people who think the whole point of being a Republican is not to have rule changes all the time.
4: 208-336-3700. pounds 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, the other subject we were talking about this morning, Tony uh, writes in. Uh, I'm always leery of these. It says, I have it on very good authority. Tony, who is that good authority that you're hearing this on? That Brian Harson is already the next Boise State head coach. Dickey sent out a very cryptic tweet last week signaling it, and it's all panning out. I also know for a fact that Jason Eck will be the next head coach at San Diego State. So, all you Vandal fans better enjoy the next few weeks. <laughs> uh, once again, you, you say you're hearing for a fact. How do you know that? Yeah, exactly. It, are you related to Jason Eck? Has he how, told you that? How good is the good authority? Yeah, and how good is the good authority that you're hearing that Bryce, Brian Harson has already been chosen as the uh, next show, coach? Now, I mean, it, quite frankly, it wouldn't be surprising because he is the odds on favorite, what, three to one favorite yeah. uh, when the coaching position came open. And not through he, any knowledge by anybody, but just people who wanted to bet on it in Las Vegas, you could bet on it. Uh, he does have very relevant
5: experience.
4: He also lives in town, so you wouldn't have to pay his moving expenses. He's also making a lot of money from Auburn University, so maybe maybe you, you wouldn't have to pay him as much as you might have to pay right. another coach. I don't, I'm just saying maybe. That doesn't mean anything. That's just my opinion. Don't read anything into it, because I don't have a good authority. <laughs> I don't know for a fact on any of this, but Tony, I am curious if you could write us back. Who is your good authority? How do you have it a good authority, and how do you know for a fact that the head coach of the University of Idaho Vandals, Jason Eck, who has had a very I mean, good two-year career there already, going to be the San Diego State coach?
5: Good authority before because it was told to me by somebody who was very persuasive yet didn't know what they were talking about. <laughs> All right. As as it turns out, that's just authority, not good authority.
4: Yes. Uh, By the way, still giving away those tickets. Boise State. Text the word Broncos Broncos to 208-336-3700. Senior Day Air Force coming up this Friday. One more pair of tickets this morning. Nate Shulman will have tickets this afternoon. You've got about another 20 minutes to uh, text that in. Everybody who texts in. This, by the way, is a new contest. If you texted earlier this morning, um, we already gave away those tickets. This is a whole new contest, so you will have to text in for this particular contest. No story we were talking about earlier this morning, and I said we would come back to this, uh, smashing grab thieves, having a new weapon in robberies in California. Part of the defense, by the way, against this new way to uh, break into stores is from a Boise, Idaho company. Burglaries, uh, burglars rather are using vehicles to crash through storefronts and then loot ATMs, guns, and other valuables inside. So this isn't just a smash and grab where they come in and smash the windows out or smash the display display cases cases. and
5: take everything and go.
4: By the way, if you're wondering, well, that's bad for their vehicles, they're not using their own vehicles. (laughs) They're stealing vehicles, and then they are what is called ram raiding. The tactic is creating fresh headaches for retailers who have already been under siege from organized theft rings in many parts of the country. We really need to make a law against all this stuff. <sighs> it, th- that's part of the problem. Is it as you know? As uh, I mean, they've got less and less number of police officers to police for this. You have California law that has changed that if you don't steal at least 999 if it's under $999, it's considered a misdemeanor. Really? Yeah. I so mean,
5: it used to be $1,000 used to be the the threshold for grand theft, but yeah. it was still regular theft under yep, that.
4: Yep, Now it's just regular theft, and if it, and if it doesn't get to $1,000, and that's why you see so many people going through and grabbing as much as they can, as long as it's under $1,000, police don't really do a lot to stop them because it's just a misdemeanor. Now, the battering rams of choice according to the story, are stolen Hyundais and Kias. Um, Those cars have become targets of criminals nationwide because they lack certain anti-theft technology and are relatively easy to steal. Like door locks? Well, um, apparently there's been TikTok videos out that show how to steal Hyundais (laughs) and Kias.
5: Well, that's not irresponsible, is it? No,
4: no. More businesses are trying to protect uh, themselves, such as by having um, cement bollards insta- installed out front. You know, these are those big round steel barriers, things. Yeah. yeah, barriers that you see. They're filled with steel anchored into the ground. They cost anywhere from six hundred to $10,000 each. The highest priced ones rated to withstand a full impact from a vehicle going up to 45 miles per hour. Officials at Sloan Security Group, a Boise, Idaho-based installer, of the Bollards said their sales have gone up twenty percent in California over the past year. Another uh, installer of Bollards uh, out of Stockton, California, Golden Bay Fence Plus Ironwork, says, "I think it's just sad. This is where we are as a society that retailers now have to protect themselves this way." Yeah, smash and grab using vehicles, not only. Hard to protect yourself against it it's also very dangerous
5: mm-hmm. uh I would say that the, you know, the the people who sell that sort of thing probably are, are thinking it's it's a good trend,
4: yeah, <laughs> I guarantee that uh, we're more safe than we've ever
5: been now, Security. Now that, there's, yeah, now that I mean, there's more crime
4: twenty percent growth of sales just in California over the last year pretty amazing huh. smash and grab yeah and you and and you've seen this. Um, not just in California, you've seen it in Chicago, you've seen it in other cities uh, yeah, across so many, the country. So where many
5: people come in and they, they rob a place all at once and they're doing it fast. It's and, organized. And they have you know things like weapons. Yeah. And so they, that kind of discourages people from getting in their way.
4: It's not one or two people that comes in and it's hundreds of people. And once again, keep in mind, every person that steals, as long as it's under $1,000, if you have 100 people stealing under $1,000, that's a lot of value but it's still only a misdemeanor for each one of those individuals Uh if they get caught, and the if part is a really big if. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll take a break. One more segment on the way. If you want to get through, here's your chance to do that. Also, final 15 minutes to get in. The Broncos Air Force tickets. Text Broncos right now, 208-336-3700. One person will be chosen at random from everybody we get this hour to get those pair of tickets this morning.
0: Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com.
4: Now
1: back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
4: 9.50, NBC News poll, Biden approval rating falls to an all-time new low, 33%. Uh, approve of his handling of foreign policy his overall Which approval we, uh, poll is 40 percent right now
5: so to joe biden today we say happy birthday exactly to you.
4: <laughs> how'd you like that happy birthday here's your gift you're you just hit a new all-time low in the nbc news poll for your approval ratings by the way this is about the same that uh, donald trump's approval rating was at this same time the year before the election in uh, 2020 mm. not a good sign
5: uh joe uh is celebrating his birthday so far this morning i guess by pardoning turkeys which they do every <laughs> year anyway you will not be eaten what's funny is you know the thing about the dogs when they say i went to live on a farm <laughs> No. that's what they say about these turkeys every year oh he sent them to live go. on a farm
4: yeah a, a lot of you people mean a, oh he thinks he, they got pardon.
5: A, you mean a turkey farm where they raise turkey for
4: butchering butchering and eating um you know the only thing that the turkey gets pardoned from is is dying today yeah you, you've been pardoned and you will die later this week for somebody else congratulations else's on your slight table. reprieve um, you know' as You're we were practically talking, out of
5: danger without being out
4: of danger. talking about vehicles being used to uh smash and and uh grab um i i'm vehemently against uh, although it's going to be happening because it's already passed uh because hidden within a uh, ten thousand or a one thousand thirty nine page law passed when Democrats had the majority of the house of representatives uh representatives a provision for a kill switch in all new vehicles starting in twenty twenty six I guess good news, if you get your vehicle stolen, you can say, hey, can you kill this vehicle so so it doesn't smash and grab? So it's
5: a remote kill switch.
4: Yeah. Okay. That the federal government controls. Now, I I don't like this law at all because – and Representative uh, Massey um, tried to add an amendment to this to kill it because he believes the technology is going to create thousands of false positives. And he gave an example of, say, you got your mom and your kids in the car – You pulled over twice onto the shoulder to let an emergency vehicle go by, then you served once for a deer, um, and then all of a sudden your car goes off and says, hey, we're going to be judge and jury and you can't move your car, and there you are stuck with your kids in traffic somewhere. Said the law would allow the car's technology to decide whether you have the right to travel or not, which is why Massey offered the amendment.
5: They wouldn't just shut you off in traffic, would they? I mean I mean, yeah, yeah. if if they were chasing you, they could probably No, not shut
4: chasing you, off. you. They the the whole thing is deemed to decide if you are traveling, um what would be the correct uh, not doing a good job of with, driving.
5: With, with care.
4: Uh yeah, you're not do so if you're swerving, um, say or like you pull over a couple of times or they would say, All right, there's something swerving. wrong with this vehicle.
5: Swerving is how you don't hit things sometimes.
4: Exactly. And that's the problem because the car would automatically shut off your vehicle because they would deem you either drunk or not driving very well, and they would think that you're impaired. The other problem that I think that's even a bigger problem with this is that not just the false positives, but the possibility that at some point you could have the government say hey we don't want this person to drive for whatever reason and you wouldn't have a problem taking away the rights to drive because your right to drive is not protected by the constitution it's mm-hmm. a privilege it's not a you have a privilege to drive you don't have a right yeah. to drive
5: try not passing the eye test and see what happens
4: <laughs> chris knows all too well right <laughs> that's where i see it i got problematic. The, i got the colors
5: right what's your problem <laughs>
4: I got the general area of where I was viewing it being right. I knew
5: the sign was red. I just didn't know (laughs) what it said.
4: Uh, 208-336-3700. That is the uh, number to text. Our show is just about over today. But you have just a few more minutes if you want these Boise State tickets to watch the Air Force game. Big game this weekend. Could mean the difference between Boise State winning, going to the Mountain West Championship losing, they don't go to the Mountain West Championship. they got to win. It's senior day also, so the seniors get to say goodbye. Uh, you have a chance to be there once again. Final few minutes to text. We'll have more tickets coming your way tomorrow morning. Nate Shellman has tickets coming your way this afternoon to be able to win and text those tickets. So once again, if you want to text, you got just a couple more minutes. Other than that, just about done for the uh, day today. Tomorrow, um, we've got, as I mentioned, more tickets to give away. also want to get into uh, um, sexually explicit library books. We're going to talk a little little bit about that uh, about a story here in the yeah, treasure valley we'll
5: just talk about them
4: right yes just talk about not read them